0: News Now. Hey, welcome to Nerd News Now. It's the week of Thanksgiving 2021. I got Kyle, Miss Jen and Brainy with me. Um, Kyle's gonna take over right now and just talk about Ghostbusters for an hour. Yeah. So
1: to you, Kyle, go for it. So, okay. okay. Um, um uh uh Mark, get ready, hold on to your seat. Yeah, I'm giving Ghostbusters a four point six seven out of five. We all just fainted.
0: Every one of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I started off at a four and a third, a four point three, um, and then I thought about it some more, and I upped it to uh, four and uh, a third.
2: So what what would have made gotten it past, the, gone over all the way to the five? What would have been four and two thirds?
1: had. Uh, I had two problems. Okay. Uh, they're both a little nitpicky, but they were things I couldn't move past. Okay. One was the sort of forced love puppy storyline. That really had no explanation or payoff. Like, it just kind of happens, and it's like, okay, why? And, um, the other was that there wasn't more podcast.
0: That was my. I've, my I've, big I've heard. I've heard of this character and seen action figures for him, but
1: don't know much more than that. Um, so Justin and I resemble that remark. <laughs> it's a character that he comes on screen, and my friends just start pointing at me, going, and "I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me." So no, um, it was it was the love puppy storyline, and then uh, I had, I had a couple of like scripting problems. But Okay.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Brainy just sent us gas prices. Yeah, what's up with that? How
3: much is it there? I think that's more scary than any ghost that they have in Ghostbusters.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man.
0: (laughs) But, Kyle, was it an overall good mix of what people wanted back in... I guess eighty six. I I don't. I still don't know if Ghostbusters two is a good movie or not because I just I remember the Statue of Liberty dancing around. And I was fine with it, and the fact that they controlled her with uh, Nintendo control pads. So, but a lot of people apparently didn't think it was a great film, and I had no problem with the twenty sixteen
1: version, which a lot of people did have a problem with. So, I'm with you. I have the twenty sixteen one on Blu ray. Like, not even gonna pretend. Um, this movie could have come out and literally just been um, the theme song on a loop for two hours, and I probably would have given it a high score. Um, it would have taken a lot to screw this up, but it also would not have taken a lot to screw this up. Uh, if it was a bad movie, I'd have come on here and been like, I'm going to find this these people and unalive them. Um, but no, it was, it was a fantastic, uh, film. Uh, by the way, if it wasn't drama, McKenna Grace would win every major acting award ever.
2: Did you realize that the song that plays at the end is, yes, McK- that's nuts. Mm-hmm. I would have never guessed such a thing.
1: Well, so I'm, I'm this idiot, right? Um, I was watching an interview they did like on the today show with, Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace from Ghostbusters, and they ask Finn Wolfhard about his band. And he goes, You know, McKenna Grace has some music coming out too, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm like, So it's either she sings in the movie or it's, a, it's, you know, for the movie. And so I hear this song at the end going, Yeah, that kind of sounds like her. So. I, uh, real quick shazammed it to confirm my suspicions. It was.
2: She was amazing. Like I could watch her a million times and other things.
1: Well, so she just was nominated for an Emmy for her work in The Handmaid's Tale.
2: Oh, I've never seen that. I didn't know that she was anything else Mm -hmm. that I had missed. She's in young. Like no years old.
1: She's 15. She's in young Sheldon. Yeah. Which is funny because in this movie She basically plays Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory <laughs> um, And uh, She's been in a bunch of horror flicks I mean she's really good in, in movies Where it requires a lot of screaming um, Ironically And this is what I need to I want to I find out I haven't watched any interviews with Annie Potts yet I wonder if Jason Reitman Didn't come to Annie Potts and say Hey we're working on this thing and send her the script and she goes I've got the kid because Annie Potts plays Mema on Young Sheldon with oh. this girl McKenna Grace so I wonder if it wasn't Annie Potts doing this number yeah you know um but no I absolutely loved it I went back I saw it Saturday afternoon went back and saw it Sunday and I'm 98% sure I'm going to see it again tomorrow At a dead mall, right? A dead mall with good snacks? No, I'm going to. Uh, uh, Let's see. The first two times I went and saw it at the dead mall. The next time I'm going to see it just at the closest theater to me because, like, I've got to work tomorrow. And uh, if I go see it at noon on my lunch hour, you know, I'm good. And there's a 1210 showing for $8.25. So I will only have invested something like 30 dollars in seeing this movie.:
2: Well I, I've seen it in IMAX, and that that stuff, the deep bass, moves you in that movie theater.
1: We so- went the first one we went and saw it an at Encore, I think is what they call it, Encore. Um, it's it's not as big as uh, I, my background is making me blurry. It's freaking me out. Anyhow, um, it's not as big as IMAX or even like the XD at Cinemark or AMC's, um, but it's big. Um, I'll be anxious to see it in XD at Cinemark. And uh, I, uh, I did buy of- all the toys today. Um, oh, you did. Well, like show. Um, AMC had all their plushies, their hats, their tchotchkes uh, um, on on sale today on the web. So I bought them all. So none of the none of the higher
0: end stuff like the Hasbro Pulse. No, but I got the thirty five dollar popcorn bucket. Oh, okay. What? Free free refills the rest of the way or what? Uh,
1: no, but it's it's almost four feet wide.
0: Yeah, so it's a trough,
1: popcorn it's, trough. It's the, it's the Ecto-1.
2: Oh, I get it.
1: It'll look really good on one of the shelves in the studio.
2: Don't you have it right now so you can show it to us? That's not fair.
1: No, I had to order it online because they sold out at my local theater. Oh.
2: oh I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think for that price it's just still be refillable popcorn for the end of the year. <laughs> it wouldn't shock, it won't shock me one bit if it comes with a coupon. Bring yeah. the bring this bucket and this coupon to the theater and we'll fill it for you.
0: The uh the main trend I've seen at places like Alamo Draft House or Star Cinema Grill around here any of those, you know, the dine-in restaurants is adult ecto coolers. Yes. Yeah, so just green with alcohol. And I don't know what else is in it. But uh, the Does old it really hot... need anything else once no, the alcohol? Oh, probably comes not. Out. I mean I, I don't even need the alcohol, I'll just drink the green stuff, whatever it is. I don't care. I mean right? those those used to taste great. All most fake fruit punch stuff was great back when you're a kid anyway. So especially True. if it was licensed. Except the one thing I remember that was licensed that was a nightmare was Smurf Berry cereal just horrible
2: is it because it ate the roof of your mouth off when you chewed it
0: well that's captain crunch or any cereal textured that way but no this like this tasted like blood in your mouth before you even had your blood in your mouth that's not they they were just terrible oh the smurf yeah really bad
2: how does it even get produced tasting horrible I mean, I can understand that they're just, like, making something that's a licensed good, but how do you make it past the quality control?
0: I've been wondering that about black licorice since I've been born. <laughs> I, 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 like, I do not understand. That is, like, the one candy that I just won't. I mean, I, I, I don't really like lemon-tasting candy, Like, but lemon heads are okay because they have probably, like, half an inch of sugar around each one, and that's fine. But, uh, like, Lemon Jolly Ranchers, Lemon Starburst, nah, I'll just toss those to the side. Uh, black licorice, I, I just will never understand. There's, like, the one flaw in Jelly Belly is that they chose to have that flavor.
1: I love black licorice and black jelly beans. Some people do. It's fine. Also, I love lemon candy, like, so I don't, I don't, I don't get it. We're very different like, people, Mark.
2: You have one so, friend in your group that likes black licorice? Just to like, you know, when you get the like mixed bag, you have someone to give it
0: to you. Oh my! I mean, my dad likes it. I, I get that people like it. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe some people like the taste of Lysol wipes. I have no idea. Maybe that's why there was so, so short in the pandemic. <laughs> but like, I, I, I personally, I don't get it. I just don't. I don't understand it. I, I'm not shy around candy. I just, I don't get black licorice and all the mini forms it comes in. I don't even.
2: You guys um, ever had
0: Uh That is the oh, yeah. okay. So so here's the thing. I Miss Jen, you psychically linked with my brain because so there's a restaurant in Texas. I it, it might be elsewhere. You guys can let me know. Uh, Cracker Barrel, okay, and they've been they're in, everywhere. They've been in the news over the last ten years for various reasons. But uh, so they have like a a store like what like a country store oh that by far is the worst candy i've ever had in my life now it's not readily available but i remember it came in like the little you know branded bags and i was like oh what's this and uh, i probably thought it was like fun to say as a kid because i know it it just sounded like i was saying a bad word which is probably is i don't know it was the worst i i can't I can't describe it. I can I can tell you the worst soda I've ever tasted is Beverly. If you've ever been to like uh any of the Coca-Cola stores and they have the flavors of the world, there's a soda that is big in France that just tastes like I don't know what. Like I would say like black licorice and, and vinegar and liquid form. That's kind of what Beverly tastes like. Uh and, and that's basically wow. That That's basically, you know, what whorehound candy tastes like It is the word. I don't understand why. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why that exists.
2: Have you ever had that the clover gum?
0: I don't think so. Does it taste like that? Because I don't want it.
2: It's, it's kind of interesting.
1: <laughs> so they recommend that stuff. No lie for people when they're having stomach problems.
2: Mhm yeah
1: so like I have a long and storied history of stomach problems, so they recommend that stuff uh to us um, uh you know that's uh uh a thing, but I'm from the midwest in Michigan where uh the thing to fix you is verner's ginger ale
2: oh, I can see that.
1: Um, to the point where my grandmother For the longest time When we were kids We would get stomach aches We'd get the flu We'd get the cold Would not take us to the doctor Here's your Verners And then we'd be running like 104 fever And like my mom would have to sneak us to the doctor Because <laughs> grandma would be like "No, nah, the Verners will fix it
0: And also I just want to let I want to let people know that Whorehound starts with an H. There's no W. <laughs> and, and and it's and it's on sale for 75 cents a bag at Walmart. Try it. Maybe you'll hate it. You will. You'll hate it for sure. Wash it down with some Beverly soda. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. The they I don't understand how people can make candy that tastes worse than the stuff they make you drink for colonoscopy prep. That's, that's it. <laughs> man mark dude, you're so descriptive today <laughs> <laughs> well hey I, anyway, I, i'm sorry brainy kyle comes in and gives like the highest rating he'll ever give any movie i mean what am i supposed to do we got to balance out the universe right i know man that's like a billion out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> that rating like a billion <laughs> i'm just we're we're all just in shock still i i can't get the taste of black licorice out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> um no, that's fine. I like I, I buy people black licorice if you like the taste of it, that more power to you. I just like it runs my day. I wonder What's if they a... have black licorice gum. Oh, you know they do. Yeah, they do. It's called blackjack. Oh, I've seen God.
2: it. It's amazing.
0: Really? Apparently it's amazing. Now, Brandy, you love ice cream, right? Uh is there anybody who doesn't? Well, do you love all type of ice cream? Because I bet you there's a black black licorice ice cream. Oh, my God, no.
2: Only made by my good friend, Vivian McEwen, and it's the bomb.
0: Are you serious right now?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why would you do that? She makes that. She makes cherry cordial ice cream.
0: Well, that, okay. Now we're getting into normal candy flavors. Yeah, Yeah.
1: cherry cordial. Yeah, you can buy other places, I'm sure, like. At your local grocery But Black licorice ice cream I have to try No (laughs) Well what we'll do Jen, (laughs) If you ship it here I will take it to Dirk's house And we'll like live stream it
2: Does he Does he like black licorice or
1: no I have no idea but I'll just tell him It's an ice cream flavor he's never had and he'll Dirk, be down. Dirk <laughs> will eat any kind of ice cream, right?
3: Uh, you know, Dirk, Dirk and ice cream are like, hey, yeah, they're you know.
2: I remember <laughs> what other flavors she made that people would like go crazy for. It's like uh, she made snickerdoodle chocolate, t- oh. like snickerdoodles and peanut butter, which are straight up peanut butter. Yeah, she used think, to just make them like. She wouldn't make them all the time. She would be like, "Okay, I'm making black licorice today," and you had to come in on that day that she was making it.
3: So let me so she takes a bunch of peanut butter puts it in the freezer and hands it back to the people and say this is peanut butter ice cream right
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> There's a new uh, ninja device it's called like I don't know what it's called the cremator or whatever that that would be weird but the ninja freezer it, it, it it makes ice cream. It's like, you can make ice cream out of everything. And it shows people, like, slice bananas, put it in the fridge, and then make banana ice cream out of it. I'm like, I don't think that's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't, isn't that what we did with that Snoopy ice cream maker, though? We just put I, weird stuff in there. <laughs> kind of. Nostalgia! <Yeah. laughs> A little bit. I don't know. Um, well, but what knows. do I know? I don't know anything about ice cream. I once went into a Dairy Queen when I was 12. This is one of my worst food orders in history. Okay. Went to a Dairy Queen and thought it would be super fun to get a blizzard with nerds mixed in. So there you go. That's, that's um, my biggest that ice cream That would be mistake. like
1: eating gravel.
0: It was. It was like eating rainbow colored gravel that made the ice cream taste the way that Fruity Pebbles make milk taste, which is great if you like the taste of Fruity Pebbles. Which I consider to be the black licorice of cereals. Just kidding. All I'm right, gonna, you I do know. Really what do you?
1: <laughs> how do you feel about Fruit Loops? I love it. I love Fruit so Loops. So Fruity Pebbles and Fruit Loops taste the exact same, Mark. I this know. Is just your I was problem just, is psychosomatic. I'm, I'm just being difficult at this point. Right. I was just being is, difficult at this point. as a kid, I didn't like Fruit Loops, but I liked Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. And so I went, dude. Eat them side by side, dry. Like they think, taste the same. Yeah, but the texture is different. Texture Perfectly is way not. different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. How did we get on cereal and this kind of <laughs> randomness? Oh, I, uh, I think it, uh,
2: Really hungry. We talk about food. That's true. a
1: guarantee. Yeah. I haven't had dinner yet. I had uh, Red either. Robin for lunch. So that, I wasn't. That's why I now have
0: dinner before coming on this with you guys. Uh, because... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. I, I might make this rabbit hole worse but i heard from a co-worker red robin currently has a fondue burger where they, they give you like their own little thing of fondue do. to dip in. in i okay wow. i did
1: not have that um, okay but you saw it like yes, it does the menu, okay. and i considered it <laughs> but i was also like in kind of a pinch like i'm like i've got an hour yeah. I have to go to a doctor's appointment like I, I was sitting there going, "Okay, what can I get at Red Robin that's going to be least potentially problematic when I go to this doctor's appointment?" Yeah, turns out Bond the DuPont. answer was nothing. Well, uh, yeah,
3: I, I would suggest the water, but I don't know. I think that water might be tainted too. <laughs> it
1: might uh, be. I had I had the mushroom cheeseburger, which is always a good to safe decision. They still do uh
0: bottomless steak fries there.
1: I don't know. I get the bottomless uh uh ch- uh check chips.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, a fondue burger sounds uh dangerous to say the least, but really if you think about it, uh Fuddruckers was just a fondue burger.
1: I'm sure Man, there was I like Fuddruckers. I'm, I'm I'm sure so there was
0: plenty of people that just dipped their burger straight in that giant witch's cauldron of the cheese they had.
1: So, okay, if we're going to talk about cheeseburgers cuz we're all real hungry. Um yeah. Go to your local B Dubs. All right. Okay? Order the cheese, uh, the cheese curd bacon burger, and then the only dressing you're going to have them put the only thing you're going to put on other than cheese curds, bacon, burger, and cheese, is Southwest Ranch, and have them put it on super heavy. Trust me. Hey, is
3: since we are on the topic of food, have you guys eaten at Earth Burger?
1: Do you guys have no. one around? No, no, never heard of it. Huh. Sounds vegany, so I'm out. Um,
3: well, they're, they're associated with uh, Witch Witch. It's the same. Uh, well, they're... never heard of that either. Really? No. Witch Witch Sandwiches? Nope. Well, I guess they're a Texas-based company, so. Is that like a chip witch? Could be. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's just that they have like fourteen different types of sandwiches. You go in, you get a brown paper bag, you write on a marker which one you want based on what I guess heading it is. So you have like you know Italian specialty, turkey, bait, whatever, and then there's like it's it's like a subway except you basically just write it on the bag, and yep. their bread is better. Yep. Uh,
1: this is some sort of sorcery. Yeah, which witch? Which, which. Which,
0: which, which witch? Yeah, which witch? W i t c h.
1: Yeah, they're witches. W i t c h. They
0: they say they say witch twice. I worked and too hard like, on that a... joke
1: for just for for it to be good. The the
0: logo <laughs> is a cauldron with every sandwich you could imagine coming out of it. I'm just kidding. They're not affiliated with witches at all. There's no T in the name at all. W h i c h, W i c h.
1: Which
0: witch? Mm-hmm. Which, which. witch? Which, which would you prefer? Uh not black licorice. Okay. Well, we we to are it.
1: really hungry. Like,
0: we <laughs> need to... I, need, I need a vat of melted cheese <laughs> right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I just I just do. Um, I don't know how we got on all of this topic. I, I really don't. It spiraled. It spiraled real bad this time.
1: Yeah, it spiraled fast. Because we started well, with Ghostbusters and yeah. it spiraled well, right I,
0: into this. I thought you were gonna talk about Ghostbusters for an hour.
1: Well, I'm I'm worried that I can't talk about it without spoilery. Without spoilers, is right. my big concern. Is that I want to get into the nitty gritty of, like, okay, let's talk about certain scenes and certain things that happen, and you know, this, that, and the other. And I can't do that if you know I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, I will say, make sure you stay for both post credit scenes. Um. <laughs> Does it tie
3: to mm-hmm.
1: the MCU? <laughs> You'd think. But no. Um, there are two post credit scenes. They're both uh awesome. Uh and the guy who comes out furthest ahead in this movie is Ernie Hudson. I've heard that.
2: Yes, he does. It gives and-
1: Winston the story Winston deserves, man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it- I did, even if I did have to set up across from him at a convention where he brought the Ecto-1 and just played the Ghostbusters theme over and over and over and over and over and, over. and occasionally would hit the siren and would make me want to just lose my mind. Um, so who did you call? Redemptive. It was redemptive. Um, I called, I called the convention promoter and was like, this is problematic. And the convention yeah. promoter was like, tough. I'm like, that's there.
3: That that's where you went wrong. You know you're supposed to call it the Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> so 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 Kyle, you're not a fan of uh the, the guests dressing up in the costumes they're famous for, like the Power Rangers. They oh, I seem have to no do prob- that. I have,
1: I have no problem with that. I have a big problem with being directly across the aisle from that. Um, oh, I see I thought you were talking about like, hey,
0: the integrity of the convention is at stake when you can't separate the person <laughs> from that from the character. Okay. No, you I care have a problem that. with
1: my booth placement. I have no problem with what those actors and actresses and those guests do. Uh just don't set me directly across the aisle from Ray Park doing his best Huey Lewis impression on repeat on a loudspeaker for three days. He did that? Why did he do that? Well, no, Ray Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Ray Parker, who sang. Oh, Busters you said
0: you said Ray yeah. Park, and I was like, "Why Ray is Darth Park.
1: Maul doing Huey Lewis and the <laughs> Ray Parker?" Okay, <laughs> who sang the Ghostbusters theme was trying to do Huey Lewis, because Huey Lewis refused to sell out and do right. the Ghostbusters theme.
0: No, I got you. I, I thought you were talking about the guy who plays Darth Maul. No, doing Huey Lewis and the and the news for three days. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. Maybe that was just <laughs> He's like got the range. Yeah, maybe just get some pumped up. I don't know. Um, well, Kyle and a lot of people liked Ghostbusters Afterlife because it was number one at the box office with forty-four million. Not surprising. The the one thing that people would probably hate to know is that the twenty sixteen version made forty-six million in its debut. So obviously, way pre-COVID. Uh, again, I had no problem with the twenty sixteen version.
1: I saw it the other day again. So this is the thing I noticed, and this is something in. I went down some weird rabbit holes getting ready for this movie. Like I was watching, I was watching Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray on the Carson Show in 1984, promoting the first, you know, movie on YouTube. Just because that was the rabbit hole I chose. Um, but uh, uh, the original, the three uh, living original Ghostbusters were on Seth Meyers. And Dan Aykroyd said something that was very telling to me. He goes, I really believe this movie is going to be a lot like the old days where people come out of the movie theater, get back in line and go to see it again. The problem we have now is that in doing that, you have to wait an hour for the next showing because the showing that you could have just gotten back in line to go see again is already sold out like that's what was happening at the theaters I go I was at is that they were sold out so it was like oh you can go see it again but you got to wait 2 hours
3: see again you did that wrong you had your phone in while you were in the theater you knew half hour before the movie was I'm over. not
1: okay you to if buy a ticket for the do next do not know. if you're <laughs> on your phone a ha- okay especially at the end of the movie okay in the last half an hour of this movie if you're on your phone I will come for you Come on, man! You know the credits run at least fifteen minutes. The whole it took me the whole <laughs> credits to recompose myself for the post-credit scenes. I was uh, I was weeping. It was that bad. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was just I was wrecked at the end of this movie. Man. See,
3: uh, you... it was. <sighs> Kyle, you raised the bar too high for me now, man. I want to go in there. When I want to watch this, I'm going to be so excited. It's going to be so disappointing now.
1: If you don't get emotional at the end of this movie, you have no soul. Uh, Nobody ever said I had a soul, man. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a perfectly acceptable state of existence. Uh, You either have no soul or you're a little bit drunk. One of the two. Like, you have to be altered in some way to not get emotional at the end of this movie.
0: Well, you know there's going to be some people that are just going to say they don't like it just to be counter, you know, to what's going on. So, I mean, there's there's reviews that are like, this is just like the old one, and it's boring. It's like, yeah, that's what people wanted, so.
1: So, um, at, at what point do we stop following reviews? Because... They were wrong about Eternals. They were wrong about about the Ghostbusters. So they're wrong more often than they're right. Yeah. It's to the point now where somebody said, oh, I'm not going to go see Eternals because... And then they named some reviewer that, you know, they're like, because this reviewer, I like, said it was garbage. And I go, that reviewer is a twit. So these reviewers get paid to do what they do.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, And these are also the same reviewers that will never vote for... Um, MCU movie for best actor Or best director uh, These are
1: the same kind of people who kept Rush Out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame so I don't bl- no. <laughs> I mean Say what you will about Rush They deserve to be
3: in I don't disagree with you They, they do have a long 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 catalog That they can you know uh, Yeah I agree with you I think they should be there
0: uh, But Mark what was uh, number two Number 2 um Clifford. was well I I wasn't here last week so I need to know Kyle what did you think of Clifford?
1: Um I watched it but I fell asleep.
0: So what's that on your chart like a negative 7? I out of five, I can't or? give
1: it a review because I didn't see the whole movie. I fell asleep. Oh. You well, fell asleep
3: because you were tired or you fell asleep because the movie was boring?
1: Uh because I put it on at 1 a.m. Okay. So we'll give it we'll give it a little bit of a lead. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the movie. It has everything to do with I'm going to put this on and see if I fall asleep. And I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eternals was number two, picked up another 11 million and Clifford was in its second week was third adding another 8 million.
3: And Clifford is of course available on, uh, was HBO max or Paramount plus? Paramount. Yeah. So kids that have it, they didn't go, they watch at home. So, and it's probably on repeat for them every single day, two, three, four
0: times a day. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it was second last week with like 15 million, so it didn't do too bad, especially for one of the ones that's uh, available both streaming and in theaters.
1: Yeah, I watched it in a hotel room. I mean, it'd be like watching it on a plane.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw su- the the first Suicide Squad on a plane, and that was the worst plane movie I ever saw.
1: I saw Elf for the first time on a plane.
0: I think Elf's probably a better movie than the original Suicide Squad.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Every time I've flown recently, it's more of I'm watching or I'm entertaining myself on my laptop more than I am on the whatever they provide on their you
1: know, in in, in flight, unless it's a movie I haven't seen yet. But beyond that, yeah. My most recent flights, it was uh, I was listening to audiobooks. Yeah. I, I listen to all of sandman
0: yeah and and now they pretty much make you get out your device like your laptop your tablet your phone and just stream like at least united does on the united app so yep. you're not even seeing like anything in front of you on your seat you're just <laughs> watching it on your phone anyway
3: <laughs> and if you haven't downloaded their app already mid-flight you are basically too late yeah it's too late
0: <laughs> yep uh in flight entertainment is probably not what it used to be. But it doesn't I mean there's there's other things to do. You can do mad libs or, or whatever. Read the uh what what is the name of the magazine that has all the way overpriced stuff?
1: Sky, Sky- Mall. And it doesn't Sky exist Mall. anymore. I, it does not exist anymore. Yeah, it does. I no, think it does. Too. They it's oh, a it's no. an app. It's not a magazine anymore, it's an app. Oh. Uh, it was fun looking at it and saying, hey, I wonder if uh, we can buy it cheaper at Amazon. Yeah, I so, wonder it some of that stuff was you could buy it cheaper at Brookstone, which is the on-the-ground version of overpriced everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty right? much. They, they Well, Brookstone used to be called Ground Mall, but no one got it, so they're just like, uh, we'll just rename it. Oh! Uh, Hey, so so Ghostbusters Afterlife lives up to most people's expectations, right, Kyle? That's what it sounds like. It it
3: it. If exceeded, you have a soul, it yeah. exceeded
1: my expectations. If you
3: have a
0: soul,
1: and that that scares me. If it if it exceeded Kyle's <laughs> expectations. So one <laughs> yeah. thing one thing I will say is there's there's an actor in it who portrays a law enforcement officer who was the lead in one of the Sniper movies with Tom Beringer in the, When were those movies? The 80s or the early 90s? Yeah, yeah. The dude's like a really good actor, and he had like four lines. So I want to see the cutting room floor stuff from this movie. <laughs> like, that movie... It's it so exceeded my expectations that I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy the Blu-ray, I'm going to watch all the extra features, I'm going to do all this other kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't generally buy physical media anymore, so we'll see.
0: Well, a movie that is now just around the corner had its final trailer released last Tuesday, and that was Spider Man No Way Home. And so, you know, we'll, we'll get to about who saw it or what you thought, but like my number one question about Spider Man No Way Home is if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in this film as Spider Man, are people going to lose their minds?
2: They have to be. I would be
0: upset. I would be upset helping. if they weren't. Go ahead, ahead, Mission.
2: I think we've already seen images of them in the film.
0: Not on that trailer, but like, I guess people like taking screenshots and going, oh, this has to be so and so. But he's like, sort of like photoshopped out, super punching the lizard and whatnot. So So.
1: the European release of the trailer had footage that wasn't in the American release. Did it? It happened earlier and there was a re edit because they realized that (laughs) they. Like I think they realized that they had left too much in. Yeah. Um. That being said, if those guys aren't in it, and and uh, and what's his name, the current Spider-Man is, I will be disappointed. <laughs> so you just want them to to erase? Tom Hashtag Holland not from... my Spider-Man. <laughs> I like Tom Holland. Hashtag hey, not my want... Spider-Man. Getting three I, of I... getting three of the villains that I liked from the original movies. Yeah. Back. Yeah, and you're gonna not give me my Spider Man. They're going to, right? I think, I think they do. That's what I'm saying. That's like gonna be the problem for me. Like the thing the third trailer did is it cemented the fact that I will at some point, when it finally comes to a streaming platform, maybe watch the movie.
0: He's not a fan of.
1: I Spider-Man. hate Tom Holland. Why? He's just, just a kid, awful. man. <laughs> what did he do? What he do? I is think he's awful as Spider Man. Did he not like Ghostbusters Afterlife? Is that what he did? I think he's awful as Spider-Man. I I think no. he's doing a pretty really good I job. I think he's him. great. I think he's great as Peter Parker. I think he's awful as Spider-Man.
0: Brainy, go ahead.
1: Well,
3: I was gonna say, you know, Spider-Man is just a bunch of CGI, so you can't yeah. hold against
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have not no. <laughs> I I will I will go see whatever comes out against this just to help it.
0: What's the current betting pool on which movie first has the X-Men come over?
2: Hmm. Blade?
3: Probably. Introducing Wolverine.
0: I mean, it is rumored that Hugh Jackman's on for one more. Well, uh, wasn't it Deadpool 2? Isn't that the because
1: well, they all appeared?
0: No, because he's not over there yet. I think I think there's going to be a bonus scene in No Way Home where Deadpool comes out of that purple rift in the sky and does a cannonball into the Hudson River. Oh. That would be my one th- I mean, just to throw away like five second bonus 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 scene at the end cuz i would assume that purple rift is x-men but i don't think that will actually be revealed yet it might that could be a scene at the beginning in the movie i
1: i think if that's going to happen it's going to happen in multiverse of madness probably or Quantumania yeah
0: but not not yet i, I think don't the think big is
1: going to be in this movie
0: i think the big thing here is going to be bringing over the fox stuff
3: yeah, I, I, I think uh, Marvel's Sony. Mess,
0: sorry, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Marlo's
3: just gonna mess with all of us and just say we ain't bringing them in. Ten years down the line, we well, I'll be wanting to say, Well, movie
0: are they coming back in? Marvel's just gonna sit there and laugh and say, nah, we ain't bringing them in. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, but I think it's gonna be sooner than later.
3: Yeah, it, it's a huge franchise, and they have to bring it in. Um, and. Yeah, all the fans have been anticipating this for a very long time. Uh,
0: if it doesn't happen
3: soon, they're going to start getting backlash, which I'm sure they don't really care about. Disney's
0: big enough to not care. Well, they got the X Men '97 on the way. That there was a, oh yeah, you know, the announcement on Disney Plus Day. So, I mean, they know it exists. So I, I think it's just a matter of time. Um, Fantastic Four is maybe a little bit. Bigger of a question. But now that you have Kang, it's kind of that's sort of a no brainer. I think they can do better with Fantastic
3: Four on the silver screen than they can on the big screen. Uh, Their stories are more family related. They're more about the four of them coexisting. And, you know, it's more of a drama than it is a superhero story. So I think they could do better on. Disney Plus, and they can
0: making a full length movie on that.
3: And, I really wanted to put that
0: and someone was upset with Michael Keaton saying that he's in uh, No Way Home, but wouldn't that be like the most likely person to be in No Way Home since he's already established as a villain in the Tom Holland Spider Man universe? <laughs> right. a, I don't know why. Some oh, I forgot he was in that. that. Yeah,
1: because you didn't watch it. I'm like, why would Batman be in it? Dude, are you about to say you hate Mr. Mom, too? No. Okay. And seriously, I'm sitting there going, why would Batman be in it? Because <laughs> right. I forgot that he was the Vulture. Well, no, I just thought you didn't watch it because Tom Holland was in it. I didn't watch it, but I know he was the Vulture.
0: Tom Holland, the black licorice of the MCU. Anyway. Tom to
1: Holland Kyle. is the root canal of the MCU. Yikes. Yeah. Dude, what did he do to you? Yeah. I met him before He's oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, as a person, he's probably fine. I just yeah. cannot stand his. I cannot stand his portrayal of Spider-Man. Okay. But that's
3: CGI. <laughs> <laughs> CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: I don't understand. But okay, that's fine. Hey Kyle, who would you cast as Earthworm Jim? Uh, no one.
1: Me? Not even Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, no one. I I have no background in Earthworm Jim.
0: I just thought uh, f- from TV, going to TV news, uh, there's an Earthworm Jim TV series on the way, and I, and I, I don't understand. I mean, I know there's, there's so many comics that, that would make amazing animated shows, as Invincible has shown us on Amazon. Um, and I, I don't, why Earthworm Jim, the last game they made was in 1999, and it was terrible. Unsuccessful, is, critically, and retail-wise.
1: Is Earthworm Jim just... um... uh... What was that? Uh, Eddie Murphy did a movie where he was a little blue guy that looked vaguely like Earthworm Jim. Really? <laughs> I
0: don't remember that. I like,
1: don't Pluto know. Nash? Hey,
2: I, I cast it.
0: Oh, Pluto it. Nash.
2: <laughs> Max, cause it's uh, it's going to be uh, Matt Frewer.
0: I don't know. did they
2: have an Earthworm, Earthworm Jim animated
3: series before? Did they? I thought they did. Or was it an animation? Was it
0: game anim- in animation style? I It could have been game animation style. I mean, look, when that game came out for Sega Genesis, it was sort of ahead of the curve of graphics. Yep, it really was. But it wasn't always like... It was like a kid's game, but not... But sometimes they snuck in some questionable stuff. But I just didn't know someone was just, like, chomping at the bit waiting to make an Earthworm Gem cartoon after 20-something years. Earthworm Jim is an animated television
3: series based on a video game series of the same name and created by series creator Doug Tinnape. The series aired the Kids WB for two seasons, 95 and 96.
0: So why is it coming back after twenty-six years? That's what I don't understand. Uh Nostalgia? I don't know. I have no idea. Um speaking <laughs> of nostalgia and anime. Just
1: real quick though, the yeah, cast of the original the cast of the original Earthworm Jim. <laughs> Dan Castellanetta. Yeah. As Earthworm Jim. Uh Jim Cummings is Psychro. Homer, Darkwing Duck, okay. Uh, Charlie Adler as Professor Monkey for a head. <laughs> but oh. you come down a little bit more. Uh, John Casser, who was the, the Crypt Keeper, is Henchkrat. Is Henchrat. And then Ben Stein and Brad Garrett. Oh, you're really selling me on this, Cartan. Like this is the why old, are, old one, right? Why, why, why? I don't understand. Well, Billy well, West well, was only in one episode. The great Billy West was in one episode. Uh, the guy you mentioned, like one person ago,
0: is in Jimmy John's commercials. So why, 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 Jimmy
1: John's? You're, you have the you
0: have the Everybody Loves Raymond movie money. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> why? Uh, he probably owns a stake in Jimmy John's.
1: I also think he invested in the show Single Parents, and when that went belly up, I think he probably needs to do some work. Oh, well, okay. Well. um, So has anyone
0: seen Cowboy Bebop? Live action? About yet. five minutes. Is that all you could take? Was Tom no. Holland in it? Oh, okay. No.
1: No, uh, I put it on this afternoon and then got called and needed to come here. So I'm going to go back and try and watch some more tonight.
0: I've seen more than that, but uh, I I like it. I think that they do a really good job of making it look and feel like the anime but being live action, and there are a lot of nuances that you can add because most people say, well, why would you do... It's perfect. Why would you do that? It's like, well, if, if you get the right creative team behind it, you can definitely add something to it, live action, and uh, it's interesting. It's fun, and again, it doesn't... You know, once you hit... Play it doesn't Erase the original So that's the main That's the main takeaway I have so far But since no one's seen it I won't Go into much although I will say the one the one thing I was like Don't you touch it was the soundtrack And so far it's spot on and That's the uh, main Main thing Um a little bit More TV news So this is This one's kind of funny because So Ridley Scott was being interviewed. He confirmed the series for both Alien and Blade Runner, which we've heard about, but now they're like actually up and running in production. Um, They're going to be like 8 to 10 episodes. Uh, Alien is going to be on effects and Blade Runner. Not sure where that's going to play out at. I think, uh, you know, one, he was like, don't expect Alien to be as good as the first one because nothing will ever be. And then I'm like, well, Okay then why are you making this? But I, I do think that the universe of Alien is cool, and there could be a lot of um, ability to expand the mythos and and just have cool scenery and another you know sort of horror-based show. But at the end of this interview, for some reason, he felt inclined to throw in, oh, and also millennials are to blame for The Last Duel being a box office dud. And I just, I don't, I don't understand why, why he thinks that.
1: Well, didn't he just do an interview where he bashed superhero movies? Well, sure, but like yeah, most so screw that guy. have. Well, most directors have, right? Well, so screw that guy. What does his opinion matter?
0: I, I just, I think it's funny. You're about to have two shows on streaming services and
1: That I don't have
0: to watch? Millennials are responsible for uh, Squid Game's popularity, so.
1: As a millennial? They, I won't watch these shows. Okay. So I
0: I just thought the last duel. I mean. (laughs) Okay, boomer. I just thought it was weird.
2: I'll watch all of them for the rest of the people that are working on it. That are hardworking people and. Well,
1: right. I mean that, but that's my response as a millennial. It's all fine. Then I just won't watch your shows. Yeah. Um, I'd give him an okay boomer, and then secret like put my (laughs) VPN on and like (laughs) choose Canada and then watch him that way. (laughs) so my view doesn't count or whatever no it's wow you know it's i ridley scott in my opinion hasn't been super relevant since the second alien movie um and now he's just some guy who runs his mouth um however i definitely think a blade runner show could be super fun mm-hmm. yeah no
0: it's a great both of those
1: Yeah, the franchises both have
0: stories in there to be told. So, I just don't understand the. Oh, and by the way, this movie bombed because of this. I was like, okay. Anyway, so um, Thanksgiving's coming up. We've already talked about food, like, way more than enough for an episode of Nerd News Now. So, if you want to throw out your favorite sides or whatever, that's fine. But here's... But I, but, you said biscuit. I
3: but I have to disagree with that statement, Mark. Oh, we haven't talked about food
1: enough. No, we, <laughs> we never can talk about food enough.
3: I don't Not think so. At the table, we we can't. There's a
1: <laughs> no. So uh, as of this afternoon, my father has cooked twenty-four turkeys. Why? Um, uh, because he's catering a bunch of people's thanks. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, barbecue turkey. Um. And so tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Wednesday, we're putting ours together, getting our seasonings, and stuff on our bird. Um, after he, he spatch cocked it today. Um, and then uh, we're having uh, two 20 pound turkeys, a brisket, all kinds of sausage. Um, if you put sides on your plate, you're just wasting room for meat. I was going to say
0: your sides are other meat. That's cool. We don't even do that in Texas.
1: I'm sure someone will bring rolls, and everyone (laughs)
0: will look at them with some
1: side-eye. Well, you can just make tiny barbecue sandwiches, then, if anyone does that. That's usually what happens. I'm sure there will be gravy. I guess gravy is a side. (laughs) I mean, it can be.
0: Depending on how thick it is, I guess. It could be. Miss Jen, what about you? What's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Um I'm one of those weird people that takes turkey stuffing mashed potatoes green bean casserole and my cranberry sauce and I mix it all together on my plate. It is gay food.
0: Yeah, I mean all those things mix really well so.
1: Is uh is anybody has anybody here had turducken? No. no. Oh, I want funny. to. Um we're We're talking about trying that for um, Saturday. Because, so Thanksgiving is Thursday. Saturday is actually the bigger holiday in my family. Because it's the day of the game. Where Ohio State plays that team up north. So we're talking about Turducken for that day. Dad has uh... one. Just got to get it out.
0: I think this will be Harbaugh's last against them. That's my prediction.
1: Well, so College Game Day is going to be there, and we're like, who is going to be the guest picker? I'm like, they're going to bring in John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be like, you going to pick against your brother? you going to talk trash about him or not?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the, the only problem with the traducan I see is that you need to figure out a way to put either prefix or suffix of brisket somewhere in the middle and put some brisket in there, too.
1: Well, that's what to fill is for. Mm. Oh,
0: okay. That'll work. Brainy, what do you got? What you got? Ice cream? What? Yeah, I'm thinking about just making an entire turkey out of black licorice. There you go. <laughs> Why not? That's what you know, that's what Charlie Chaplin had to do when he was eating the shoe in one of his movies. And that you talk about suffering for your art. My goodness. Making eating black licorice take after take. That dude loved to do take different a whole lot of takes also.
3: I don't know, man. I might just, if I make a back, black licorice trick, I'm sending it to you, Mark.
0: And no yeah. you know
3: it's, it's going on my plate. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. but you know, it, it's whatever the family's serving. Um, I still don't know what the plan is. So, you know, whatever gets put on my plate, I'll eat. Oh, I, I can't say that. As long as it's not red meat or pork. You're right. Yeah. If yeah. you
0: stop talking to me. Or- or or black licorice.
3: I'm trying to figure out what I would eat more black licorice or red meat right now. Red meat, easily. Red meat, <laughs> <laughs> easily.
0: <laughs> and uh, non non food stuff to consume. There's a whole lot of streaming stuff coming out in the next few days. So I'm just going to rattle these off and go around and y'all tell me what you're most looking forward to, if any of these. So we got, I think tonight actually, so Tuesday by Tuesday, He-Man Part 2, the Kevin Smith He-Man on Netflix. Then we have Hawkeye Episodes 1 and 2 on Disney Plus on Wednesday. Say by the Bell Season 2 on Peacock at the end of the week. Uh, The Beatles documentary by Peter Jackson, Get Back, the miniseries on Disney Plus, at the end of the week. The first Paramount Plus exclusive South Park movie entitled South Park Post-COVID. So, or is there something else you're going to watch, if anything, other than football or football, whatever? Starting with Kyle,
1: what would you Uh, watch off that list? So, none of it.
0: Uh, it? I will watch
1: the Beatles doc eventually, Mm -hmm. but this weekend is about football. I mean, you've got you've got Ohio State, that team up north, you've got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, you've got Alabama, Auburn, like you've got crazy great football. Like crazy great football. So football. Um, but in my family, we also have to watch uh episode seven of WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh which is as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Um, and the parade. Um those are the things that will be consumed media wise. I also, uh, because I'm a, I'm a radio guy, uh, have to listen to Alice's Restaurant Massacre by Arlo Guthrie, um, as is radio person tradition.
0: I like that episode specific WKRP in Cincinnati. I'll have to check. I'm sure I've seen it at some point, but I should it's check. It's the one that where out.
1: they dropped the turkeys out of the helicopter. Yeah. As God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah. What could go wrong? Nothing.
0: Uh, Miss Jen, what about you?
2: The Witcher's not on the list.
0: Is that does that premiere?
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think, I think that, premieres. that premieres
0: this week. I, I think that premieres
3: December 12th. Yeah.
2: Okay, well then I'm gonna skip through time and go to that.
3: Okay. Brandy, what about you? Uh yes. I am looking forward to He-Man. I am looking forward to uh, Hawkeye. Outside of that, yeah, nothing too spectacular. I do have a lot of stuff to catch up on. My list is getting bigger and bigger on uh, Amazon and on Netflix and on uh, all the other freaking streaming services.
0: On everything, I know it's crazy. I'll I'll be checking all five of these out eventually, but just, I'm I'm also way behind. I just signed up for Crunchyroll.
3: Then you know if you've got an Xbox Ultimate account. Uh, they're giving 75 days free of Crunchyroll pr- premium or whatever. Oh,
0: okay, cool.
3: So I just signed up for that. might um, catch up on all the freaking anime I've been sitting back on. Or I might not do any of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can, I would just say lounge around. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. L- lounge around, watch football. But the problem, Kyle, I have with football is they always show that team up north here. And I can't stand them. And I'm talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> I, don't get, y'all, I don't
1: get. I, y'all I don't can get. watch the Lions
0: lose I that. don't get. I do not understand. Like, can we can we start like almost like a relegation type thing where if you lose on Thanksgiving, you do not get to play the following
1: Thanksgiving. I was oh. I was watching Ted Lasso, uh, and they had the. Do you not have relegation, America? What happens? What happens to the teams that suck at the end of the year? And they're like, they play out the rest of the season in meaningless, emotionless games to empty stadiums. Yeah. Didn't
0: stupid. he did, didn't he specifically take
1: a shot at the Bengals though?
0: I think I feel like he did. No, they took a shot at the Jets. The Jets, okay, yeah.
1: What do you ha- What do you call a team that's always that loses all the time? The New York Jets.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the same this year. Wow, but. Uh, yeah, I, if you lose on Thanksgiving, you should not be playing the next, the following Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's all the ratings, buddy. It's all the ratings.
1: They're going to keep. Well, them. it's. Yeah. At some point it's about tradition. Uh, and by the way, the Fords pay a whole bunch of money.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that probably explains it then. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Comics this week. Anyone got anything or do you just want me to rattle some stuff off?
1: Uh the only book we should be talking about is Good Boy. Okay.
0: Go for it. What about it?
1: Uh it's the best book coming out this week.
0: And that is by
1: uh written by Garrett Gunn and Dr. Christy Blanche, art by Kit Wallace. Uh, I do wanna point points. out that
0: Dr.
3: Christy Blanche did put Keanu Reeves in the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means.
3: You have to watch the interview from this. Oh, okay.
1: That she did with Jen. Yep.
0: But, <laughs> can, can I get like a two sentence synopsis of what the book's about? John no. Wick in reverse. No. Okay. Yes. Or John right. Wick, but the
1: roles are flipped.
0: Yeah. Wow. But did is you- this like an anthropomorphic dog or is this yeah. a regular dog? Okay. Yes. So it's where, like, humans are pets. No. So it's like Doctor Who right now.
1: Kind of.
2: Assassin partners. partners.
0: Or if anyone's caught up on Doctor Who, it's kind of like, maybe it's like that. Where where space dogs are assigned to humans one-on-one to protect them. Is this season worth watching? Yes, Flux, uh, yeah, Doctor Who right now is definitely worth watching. They're doing a whole lot of interesting stuff. It could, you know, there's like two episodes left of the six-episode arc, and then she's doing two specials, and I think like a finale thing. But so far, through four parts of Flux, uh, it's very interesting. It's chaotic. Some of the writing is choppy, but, I mean, that's been the case for a while. And uh, it's just like the the upside here moving forward, far outweighs any kind of problems that the show have had you know, the last two years or so. Um, so it's, so no it's longer, worth it.
3: It's no longer political episodes, right? No,
0: well, uh, I wouldn't say that. Hey, I, I mean, I think they got too political in my opinion. Hey. I, I would say that, well, you know what, I'm thinking of the New Year's special though, so I would say like the last four are are really not. They're not really bringing up anything because it's just some guy trying to take over everything. I, mean, I might have to get back into it. And it's basically like every monster you could ever think of. Um, it's it's just there's a lot going on. I I like it, but I'm also saying like the potential for her departure and you know what's what's coming up. So. So they brought back the Cybermen. They brought back the Daleks. They're bringing all those guys back. Centarians, so- yeah. Weeping Weeping Angels uh, are really Real? intense. Oh, re- they're really intense in it too. Yeah, I
1: can't
0: I can't tell you what happens, but something you would never think could ever happen happened on the the last episode with with Weeping Angels. So. All right, now I got got to get my BBC America account again. again. Uh Yeah, it's worth it. I don't think, it's nothing, I mean, I I never, like, I just let writers do what they do, so I try to just take it as it comes, but I I don't think that these, even looking at it objectively, I don't think that these have been, like, preachy episodes or anything like that. I I would say in the, the New Year's special, yes, but, like, these four, parts one through four so far, of flux, have not been. Okay. So, it's worth it. Uh, and also, what's going on with comics as far as the supply chain? Is everything up and running back on time or no? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no? We don't know what on time is anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, i because I'm looking at like a you know release list for the twenty fourth, and I don't even know if this stuff is actually coming out. But do, so, like, Hulk number one. Yes, that should be coming out. Okay, so it's still like possible that some of this stuff will be pushed back. No, I mean it, it's, it's. We've been invoiced for it. It should have
3: been in the boxes as as long as uh, it gets delivered. Then yes, it comes out. Oh, I
0: got you. Okay, I mean
3: right, n- There's no
1: knowing when it's going to get delivered. Right, because now because
0: now we're also running into just normal holiday <laughs> stuff, with deliveries and whatnot. Um, House of Slaughter number two. Yep.
3: DC ver DC versus Vampires number two as well. Um, the first
0: one was. And there's a new volume of Black Panther, Black Panther number one. Yep, yeah. we've got a Hawkeye, Kate Bishop number one. I'm assuming that's lining up with the series, or at least re- release-wise.
2: So I have a crazy question for you, Mark. Go for it. Where did you find your current comic list for this week?
0: League of comic geeks.
2: Okay. Yeah, because I was gonna say you didn't find it on Previews World, because that's where I went today to try to find one.
0: Oh, and then it's not there. Well, I mean, I guess this is probably based off of uh, what was what's supposed to be released. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Echo and
1: yeah League of okay. comic geeks is what I use yeah. um and it's often uh inaccurate um just because sometimes especially with books from the likes of you know your smaller companies your red fives your black masks your um behemoths occasionally source point books um they don't get they the website doesn't get the updates when there are delays from the smaller oh okay publishing houses. but it's usually pretty accurate, uh, otherwise. And usually when that stuff is delayed, it's, we know, I, you know, we know about it. So.
0: Right. Well, anything else anyone wants to throw out there?
2: Uh, just or just the, we- the first small business Saturday is also local comic shop day. Those books are coming in this week.
3: Yep. There, there's a few special variants for local comic shop day. Um, they're not in my opinion at least um they're not as exciting as the previous years we've had but i think that's just because of the timing and um you know all the situation going on with the printers and everything so my discord just updated my Discord just I think my son's Discord just updated, right? Yeah, now. I somebody, think so. somebody's Discord. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: someone's Discord just updated. Um, <laughs>
2: Breaking news! But,
0: but, but, Brainy. Regardless of the comics, we want people to get out there and support their local comic shops. So maybe, maybe like hand out free black licorice or something. Uh, joy,
3: <laughs> Joy, <laughs> operations number one comes out this week. I like the
2: uh, mystery item here. It says "Dark Horse Thank You" item.
3: I know. I, I, oh, I don't. What's that? I'm assuming that's from the the summit we went to. I'm assuming. I don't know.
2: Oh, maybe. maybe the summit I didn't go to.
3: Yeah, the summit I signed up for, and actually, I actually attended. It was a. Um, it was a summit that happened.
2: <laughs> I wanted to go. I just couldn't go.
3: Yeah, they, they could have. Uh, I think the technological problems made it a little bit more um, challenging for everybody. Mm-hmm. What else we got coming down? Man, we have a lot of stuff because I'm only on ends going down my list. Uh, Popstar Assassins number two comes out this week. Mm-hmm. The new preview guide comes out this week. Uh, one of our customers is a huge fan of Radiant Black. He thinks that's going to be a huge book coming out later. So, the follow up on that number ten is coming out this week.
2: It has a blacklight edition too.
3: It does have a blacklight. You're right. Uh, Robin number eight comes out this week, and that's supposed to be that's the the so called sexy B cover, right? Or was that the last one? That was last one. That
1: was the last one. The What I called the thirst trap cover Yeah
3: (laughs) What else is coming out there's a lot of stuff Coming out this week so yeah I mean Heck I'm going to be broke again Uh, Star Wars life day number one I don't even know what that one's about But Marvel Can't go wrong with Star Wars right now I'm sorry go ahead Miss Jen
2: I'm excited we got the Geiger trade, Trade paperback
3: oh yes we do this week you're right and if you guys missed out on the son of Kalel, uh number one two three and four those are being reprinted again they all um yeah of course i think number five is coming out this week or that came out last week also that came out last week right uh i can't
2: remember
3: yeah i'm pretty sure it came out last I think my appearance in sleeping beauty is number eight is this week yes it is sleeping beauty is this week for number
0: eight so lots of comics lots of streaming hopefully lots of eating lots of football mm-hmm. hey so, yeah go ahead
3: Twisted haunted high curse of green books is that i haven't knew this week I thought
2: that came out earlier,
3: or did we just get it earlier?
2: You might have. It's officially this week.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's you know one that's on our radar,
0: right? Mm
2: Hmm. By the way, everyone should watch our live CBSN show on Tuesday. Just saying.
1: Even though I don't know that this, I don't know how (laughs) live we are.
2: That's true. But
1: if this doesn't run until Wednesday.
2: Mhm. Go back and review that show. <laughs> yeah.
0: You'll be oh, okay. a day late so, and a
1: dollar short.
0: So we're talking about the 23rd. What time is that at? Uh, the seven,
2: eight o'clock.
1: O'clock, seven o'clock Eastern. Eight o'clock Eastern. Or, yeah, seven o'clock, <laughs> one Central, those.
2: Eight o'clock Eastern. one of
3: So this is interesting. Miss Chin, uh, what do you know about X Men number five?
1: Um, no. I'm sorry.
3: It's the I'm fifth issue out. in
1: a series of X Men.
3: Well, I I ordered a lot of copies of X Men number five. I'm trying to figure out why. Fat fingers. <laughs> no, a, because this is
2: probably acted on something.
3: It, it's it's divided amongst the the regular and the variant cover. Maybe somebody really wanted the one in twenty five. I don't know. Now I'm curious.
1: Okay. Anyway. Oh, it's a first. It's a big. It's a first appearance. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Isn't every issue
3: a forced appearance nowadays?
1: The X-Men's new nemesis finally makes himself known to them, Bringing his creations to bear. Tom Holland. Pretty uh, much,
3: yeah. Yeah. I, I think the best thing we've learned uh is that my son's Discord got updated. Yes. yes. Uh huh.
1: Tell him we're but all I'm, happy for him and that we were praying about it and that we're all happy for him.
0: But also, Kyle really <laughs> doesn't like Tom Holland. <laughs> he
1: really doesn't. That's not new information. Uh, Anybody who's well, known me... new to me, I guess. Have so. ...been around me... Right. ...has so, known of my distaste for Tom Holland.
3: We we now know what uh, Kyle's spectrum is. It's between <laughs> Tom Holland and Ghostbusters. After I... <laughs> <laughs> That that's how we rate everything
1: nowadays. On a scale of Tom Holland to Ghostbusters, this is in Eternals. Make it real confusing. Anything else?
0: I I say that we just go binge food, binge watch, and then uh, binge comics.
1: Have a have a good Thanksgiving. Don't binge anything. That way lies health problems. But consume consume in moderation and then consume a little more. Sure.
0: Yeah. So that'll be it. Hey, but thank you, uh, Miss Jen, Brainy, and Kyle. I'm thankful for all of you for doing this show with me every week and uh, getting to hang out and do this stuff and tell people about all the cool nerdy stuff. That is uh, on the way. So, everyone, just have a good Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Uh, Check out our show. Uh, You can watch it if you're local on KBQT HD over the air. You can download it on your Roku and watch, download Woodlands Online Television, watch it that way. And all their other shows on there as well, like uh, Weekly Sports Talk and Woodlands House at Home. And be sure to check out the audio version of Nerd News Now on any place that you get your podcast from Stitcher, Google, Spotify. Uh, just check it out. We're on there in audio form. We'll see you next time on Nerd News Now.